0: It's Erin, Karen, and Juliana and this is Confessions of a Former Fangirl. The
1: podcast where two former fangirls try to turn a fake fan into a real one. Now this is a very special episode because today we have our first ever guest on the pod. So Juliana, would you please do the honors of introducing our guest?
0: Erin, I would be more than happy to. (laughs) Our first guest is a director. She's a writer. She's a vibrator connoisseur, people. And honestly, I don't think that we could have asked for a better first guest than the person I'm about to introduce. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm so excited, too. Ladies, gentlemen, non-binary
2: pals, it's Jen Allen! Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be on the podcast today.
1: <laughs> I'm so excited to have you. I'm, yeah. I'm so thrilled. <laughs> yeah. Well, Because this is a very special episode and a very
0: special topic that mm-hmm. we really have been kind of building to for a while. So. I would say so, yes. But mm-hmm. before we get to that area of expertise, we do have to go to Confession Corner.
3: Confessions, 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 confessions.
0: Now, if <laughs> anybody doesn't
1: know, <laughs> Confession <laughs> Corner is the segment where we talk about what we're obsessed with this week. So, does anyone want to go first? Jen might have to think about it.
0: I can go. All right. If
1: no one else has. Go one. ahead. Yeah.
0: So, I recently, and I know by the time this episode comes out, and even now, I'm so behind on this train, but I just watched the special that Euphoria released the part Mm -hmm. one rue special and i mean zendaya is obviously incredible but the performance that i truly cannot stop thinking about is coleman domingo and who plays ali her Mm -hmm. sponsor and the person that is really um guiding her and he just delivered like such a phenomenal performance it was one of those things where you like Looked at someone and you were like, "That looks so easy," and I know it's so hard, and I wish you could teach me how to do that. And Ugh. I just have been thinking about him and his career for the longest time, because I, anytime I see a performance that a performance that I love, I oftentimes I like go and look up who who this person mm-hmm. is or whatever. And I also found out that he wrote the book for the Donna Summer musical which i was oh, like whoa mm, insane he also teaches at yale he also ha- is
1: like Damn. of course a, um
0: he won the fred astaire award which is like something that really fit like yeah really talented broadway dancers win wait or, that's um, crazy are nominated for um he also was in the scottsboro boys musical mm. and is nominated for like uh, apparently he's a phenomenal singer i just saw him in ma rainey's black bottom like he just oh is one gosh. of those people that you're like is so talented in so many different ways. So that's what I'm obsessed with this week. Whoa. I mean, he's just is like, I'm obsessed with that guy. So Coleman Domingo. He sounds like a busy man. <laughs> if you're listening, I would love to learn from you. If you need an assistant, please call me. I feel
1: me. like he's got
2: his whole resume. Yeah. I, yeah. I have I no idea. It. I
1: Because yeah. I've seen the episode as well. And I thought he was so incredible. And I was so glad that that's what the episode turned out to be. Like when the teaser yeah. or the trailer for it came out, I was like, I really hope it's just Rue and him sitting in this diner talking for an hour. And that's what it was, yeah. basically. And it was so good. Yeah. I have not seen Euphoria at all. <gasps> and I know. You guys. Like, so I'm really, really behind on this conversation. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. But I do know that I would love it if I watched it. So this is a good reminder for me to watch it.
2: I'll, I'll just say I just feel like Euphoria is going to be like a 23-year-old b- version of 14-year-old me listening to Lana Del Rey's Born to Die album. I feel like, I just feel like it's going to send me, like, I feel like I'm going to start, like, Sucking forty-year-old men and trying to do cocaine in Florida, and that's not a good look for me. That is not a good move. Um, I
0: understand that, yeah. And if you're wondering why Jen's our first guest, this is why. You <laughs> are, yeah. It's possible to am
2: a Tumblr girl. It's, me, it's rough. <laughs> what
0: I will say about Euphoria is that I think it's one of the um, few things that I've seen that really deals with addiction. In an interesting way, in a truthful way, and in a a really respectful way. Not in terms of, like, sugarcoating it, but really um, delving into it as something serious and not just, like, a quirky thing that a character is, like, also an alcoholic. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that um, it's so well written for each character, and it's just as, like... You know when you see something that's like easy and you're like, I know that that's so difficult, but mm-hmm. it just looks so easy and it, it's like ugh, I really yeah. enjoyed it. Anyways, that's my uh, obsession of the <laughs> week. Who wants to go next? Love it.
1: Um, I have a really stupid one and it'll okay. be really brief. Um, <laughs> we love stupid! I am obsessed this week with uh, salt and vinegar chips. <gasps> mm. Exactly. Thank you, Jen. The Cape Cod brand. Um for those of you who don't know, Cape Cod potato chips are the best in the world. And they I are. say this with a lot of <laughs> bias, but also I think it's true. Um but specifically the salt and vinegar ones, like they just they hit a spot. I don't know what it is, but um scrumptious chef's kiss every time. So that's my obsession <laughs> of the week. That's we love, great. We love. We love, yeah. we love. Um I can give mine. Um yes. I'll go with The Mandalorian this week. I've been watching it with my parents. Um and I we're sort of behind cuz season 2 is already out and done and we just started season 2. Um we like got through season 1 over the holidays. Um but it's just like good Star Wars content. If you're a fan of Star Wars, um I love how like each episode is kind of its own story, but it's building to like, a specific thing, um, like, season two, I I think we're only on, like, the third episode, but, like, there's these individual stories, but, like, the main through line is that they're trying to find, like, baby Yoda's <laughs> people, um, the child, like, they're trying to find, return him, which, mm. spoiler alert, it's the, they're trying to find a Jedi to give him to, um, and ba- Baby Yoda I know he's a real name But he's just, I don't want to spoil it I haven't he's learned so it cute. yet Although I, I do know what it is But I haven't like Gotten there on the show yet But he's just so <laughs> cute And his relationship With the Mandalorian Reminds me of me And the two year old That I nanny uh, Like every time I see the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda I'm like That's me and Stevie Like that's us Um, oh Like God. don't touch that Don't eat that Where are you going <laughs> Please take a nap Like <laughs> um and he's also so cute and so it's just like really fun to watch it's good stuff oh my yeah. gosh love that
0: my little brother has been really obsessed with it too and has been trying to get me to watch it's good so there's a lot of fun
1: I guest to stars think. too like i can sort of play my recognize that actor game um, while while watching mm. you just like really random people pop up and you're like huh Okay, that's cool. (laughs) Like Amy Sedaris is in a bunch of episodes, and you're like, okay, because she's in Star Wars now. (laughs) Um, So that's fun. That's fun too.
0: (laughs) Awesome.
2: (laughs) Amazing. So I guess yeah, Jen. Jen.
3: It is Jen.
2: So I think I I understand this is a little late, and I will explain after. Um, but I, I think it's just now starting to hit me, the whole Jesse <gasps> Star Kanye West,
3: <laughs> and I am,
2: I am absolutely obsessed with the notion that Kris Jenner caused the coup <laughs> to, like, take the spotlight off of her daughter during this shocking and confusing time for all of us. hmm
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love a, i love
1: a
2: good Gen- conspiracy theory. I am obsessed <laughs> with you right now. Yeah, that I is. Had to, like, I had to process like, like I didn't. It's like this information. It feels like it just came to me this morning because, like, when like your capital is being overthrown, you're kind of like, like you're like, oh, Kim Kardashian's getting divorced, whatever. And then like after you've dealt with like this crazy political situation. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Let's go
2: back Wait.
1: to the drama of it all.
3: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, absurd. Um. That's the thing about this moment in American history is that like there was a coup, and also pop stars are being crazy.
3: <laughs> like why
1: is why are both of those things happening at the same time? I don't get it. Is everything imploding at
2: once?
0: Yeah. Well, my question is, do you believe that Kanye West and Jeffree Star
2: hooked up? Oh, 100%. There's <laughs> not a doubt in my... When I That really? was a really shocking thing. The, I was, like, that was, like, not even surprised. I just went, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> like, I'm not, like, he's, he's got something going on. Um, not, I can't even speak on that. And I, I do, like, every basic, like, 40-year-old mom, when she sees a tabloid, at people, like people magazine Mm -hmm. at the grocery store like I just feel bad for the kids you know I feel like 100% 100% my dad's in a bunker in Wyoming I mean like relatable (laughs) but yeah oh my god
0: (laughs) see that's so interesting because I feel like Jeffree Star just like went along with the whole thing and like I don't doubt that Kanye and like was like doing some stuff on the side but I was like, oh, I feel like Jeffrey is, like, just doing this for cloud, oh, basically. Yeah. But how do you explain the helicopter What? Ride? <laughs> Which helicopter ride? It, Wait, what? Pictures?
2: I don't, I could be wrong. This is something <laughs> fake that I didn't, like, check the source on. But I've, <gasps> I've seen, like, a couple of people on TikTok, like, retweet. I'm not on uh, Twitter for, I would get out of people. But, like, um, <laughs> I, uh, I've i seen these, like, tiktoks of jeffrey posting on his story or something that he like was flying in a
1: helicopter over wyoming that's mm. what to i i've heard something like i feel mm. like i remember that vaguely but also <laughs> i did not check the source well, on that either so i hate mm. to be the bearer of bad news but it's been confirmed that the girl who made the <gasps> original tiktok about it was like oh yeah i made that up <laughs> um, oh. which is so disappointing See, but also this TikTok, girl I don't you know, you never know if it. you guys remember or saw this on the news but I think back in March or April like when the pandemic first started she made this viral video of her licking a toilet Ugh. seat on a plane and called it like the quarantine oh. challenge or something and it's the same girl who oh did that. My God. She's also is it? No. You wanted the girl who like jumped into the Hudson? Oh, yeah. like, oh And she was like, "What, what do you mean? We do all the time." <laughs> <laughs> Please stop. Yeah, yeah. But this girl <laughs> has literally been know. on Doctor an episode of Doctor Phil um, because <laughs> she's like this clout chasing, trying to be an influencer, and she's like, "Yeah, I don't care. I'm hot, and like I want people to follow me." <laughs> and Doctor Phil was like. But, like, who cares? Like, oh, my My God. thing is,
2: like, obviously I care because I care about pop culture. But it's, like, okay, so, like, why, like, why does Dr. Phil, like, who, like, I don't, I, if someone told me they were doing that, I would be, like, cool, I'm not, I would yeah. try to get some help. I would just, like, yeah. unfriend them. Like, that's just kind of a yes. <laughs> a thing that happens yes. now. People want to be
1: influencers. <laughs> that's, like, a goal that people have. So you're, like, oh, okay. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Really um, Shocking. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Jeffrey Star paid mm. this girl to do something like this. I mean, I'm sure she would be
3: no.
1: like,
0: she wouldn't really need that much of like a nudge. But Jeffrey Star like was posting, yeah, he stuff, was he was like, egging it on service yes. after this whole thing, and mm-hmm. he was definitely egging it on. But I also know that he mm-hmm. does yeah. live in Wyoming, like he does have a house in Wyoming. So I think, and that was basically her whole reasoning. They're both of in why Wyoming. She was, like, he's cheating, and blah, 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 blah. Which, like, <laughs> whatever you choose to do, as long as you choose to do it with someone that's consenting and of the appropriate age, like, that's none of my business. I am, like, <laughs> but 16. I was, like, <laughs> none of my business. <laughs> it is none of my business, but uh, Jeffree Star definitely mm. is one that likes to poke and prod, as one might say. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. The girls <sighs> are
1: fighting, and it's insane um that's <laughs> yeah. a wonderful obsession I feel like now I agree. we should get into the topic
0: I agree <gasps> wait Jen should we listeners? let you do the honors to introduce the yeah. topic yes I would love to <laughs> what's our topic this week Jen
2: today we're going to be talking about white very exciting <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> I was the chief Twilight fan girl, and Team Edward all the way. If you're Team Jacob, you're wrong. Um, And I am currently sitting in the very bedroom that I literally covered every square inch of with Edward Cullen slash Robert Pattinson posters. I mean, (gasps) this ceiling was covered, all of the walls um i had a travel poster that i would take with me if i stayed the night at a friend that's house, amazing so hang it up. um <laughs> yeah it was kind of like a cult but i guess i was in charge so you were <laughs> of one. Wow. hell yeah uh, in the twilight cult hell
0: yes, <laughs> yes. amazing oh my gosh oh boy. this is wow this is such a good place yeah to <laughs>
1: Um, should we give the people the facts? But, yeah. So we, yes, always, we okay. should. We always Let's like give to the give the facts. some context in case there's people out there who aren't quite familiar with what we're talking about. Um, so yeah. I'll begin. <laughs> the Twilight Saga is this. And first of all, also, I want to say we get most of our information from Wikipedia. Let's just be clear. Yes. Let's just be clear <laughs> about that. Um, so some of this phrasing direct qu- is direct quotes. The Twilight Saga is a series (laughs) of vampire-themed fantasy romance novels by author Stephanie Myers.
0: Uh (laughs) Wait.
1: Pause, 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 pause. Vampire-themed fantasy romance novels.
3: Themed? Themed?
2: Yeah, themed. That's
1: what Wikipedia
2: has. (laughs) That makes me think of, like, you know how at Party City you can, like, for different kids' birthday parties, you can get, like a monkey-themed <laughs> birthday party or, like, a race car-themed birthday party. Like, mm-hmm. I have this image of they did sell, like, little Twilight Oh, for sure. Like, yes.
1: You could have I a Twilight-themed assume, party. Oh,
2: my God. Um, that feels
1: correct. <laughs> At seven
0: years old.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the show wasn't vampire-themed. It, it was about, about vampire. Yes,
0: like,
2: yes. It's like saying Cats the musical has cats <laughs> as Like... <laughs> cats the musical has nothing
1: as the that's theme. true
0: <laughs> that's, that's not
1: oh, true I guess that life yeah.
0: death pursuit of right, happiness okay. we, Come we on. cannot talk about cats on this episode <laughs> we'll save that for
1: another right, day so we to need to need do, do need to do an Karen, episode can about
2: I, cats can I that for just, <laughs> my um yes. grandma used to take us to the library and somehow my small library in rural virginia had a uh, bootleg VHS tape of a black box <gasps> production of cast.
3: No. From a random, no. I have no oh idea what theater it's
2: from, from like the, like, like, olden <laughs> days. Um, and it is like, it is burned into my childhood brain. Wow. Um, this terrible. That's production. a black box production I was, of oh, cast. I hey, so much to money I to see, see that. <laughs> it's better than every like <laughs> I've
0: ever. Seen. cats in
1: the Listen, fourth floor black box think about it
0: ruminate maybe i'm not saying this from experience but if one were to go to cats high it may or may not be the best mm-hmm. experience that's ever. correct and that well, we'll and not what i up there um anyways but
1: the, books the, were, the books were released <laughs> from 2005 to 2008 um <laughs> The Twilight books. Not the, the, twi- not yes. the, cats <laughs> the books, Twilight books, if the they're, cat they're cats. out there somewhere. <laughs> no. Um, and they, this is another quote from Wikipedia. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> they uh, chart the later teen years of Isabella Bella Swan, a girl who moves to Forks, Washington from Arizona and falls in love with a 104-year-old vampire named Edward Cullen. <laughs> um, I thought it was
2: 108. Not
1: to get oh, it get specific wikipedia you fucked up fact check wikipedia
3: Uh,
1: (laughs) so (laughs) we're gonna fact check that um and the books that make up the main series are twilight new moon eclipse and breaking dawn and in 2020 myers released midnight sun a companion novel to twilight which retells the events of the (gasps) first book from edward's perspective Jen, did you read
0: it?
2: Oh, I didn't know that. You're shaking your head. Canon only Twilight Girl, so I think if it's not the first four novels, it doesn't really count. Even Um, in the same way that I discredit Harper Lee's (laughs) ghost and a watchman. Wow. Um, so Wow. Whoa. Dang. Wow, <laughs> love that hot take! All right, but I like fan fiction. Fan fiction okay. is okay because <laughs> it's porn, but like it's 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 like, or commentary. Like it it fulfills one of those two categories. Mm-hmm. And
1: the most infamous Twilight fan fiction which is, is Fifty Shades of Crazy. War, so sometimes fan so, fiction d- goes now, so far. Did,
2: what was the one? There was Midnight. I was which one is one is from Edward's perspective, and one is like she wrote another companion book that, like, didn't necessarily involve the Cullens, that was about, like, this other (gasps) vampire... Oh! Yes! Yes, Oh, my God, I do remember this. Wait, what was it called? So I, like, put Midnight Sun in the category of that other book. Like, it's not part of the original. Wait, was it about, like, a Um, girl who was in the
1: Volturi? mm
2: -hmm. Right? Yes, yes, and she got, like, turned. Yeah, yeah. It was short. It was a novella. I remember that. Wait, let
0: me try to find what it was called. So... Why do you feel as though like those are different and like one maybe would you say that one is more valid than the other or like you just prefer the original
2: canon? So I think like you have the original canon, which is like the baseline, right? It's in my mind, it's like Mm. the things that were added on afterwards are should not like negate the experience of the first four. Like, I view them as an addition, like, I think you can read, uh, the four Twilight books and then not need any of the companions um and I don't think the Mm. inverse is true um and I think specifically with Midnight Sun I get a little irritated with that because like there were so many Midnight Sun Mm. fanfictions and then she released the like unofficial Midnight Sun thing online that everyone read and so I'm like why are you still releasing this like this has been like this has been done a hundred times yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So, are you saying that the Midnight Sun fan fictions came before actual Midnight Sun or after Midnight Sun?
2: <laughs> yes. Um, so, um, cool. There, yes. There have always been fan fictions from like Edward's perspective, right? So, like that concept exists. Okay. Yeah. El James released like a. I don't remember if she released it or if it got leaked, but there was like a draft of Midnight Sun from, er, not E.L. James, by Stephanie yeah. Meyer,
3: sorry,
2: <laughs> same person, doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. <laughs> same, same thing, different, different story. Um, but sorry, so Stephanie Meyer, right, so she wrote and released um, like a edit or version of Midnight Sun and it was mm-hmm. like all over, you could go mm-hmm. find it on Tumblr, like you could get little PDFs of it. Um, and so that, so there were already these like fictions, and then there's this like, golden <laughs> document from Stephanie Meyer. And then from this golden document, subsequent mm. fan fiction stuff. Whoa. So it's a, it's double Well, I, f- I feel like oh. I remember after reading
1: the first That's book. That's crazy. I feel like she'd been teasing, like, the concept of Midnight Sun for since yes. the first movie came out.
2: Yes. A hundred percent. And it's like, give it to us. Or yeah, like, I think I literally was reading it. on
1: the like, Wikipedia for the movies <laughs> that, like, Robert Pattinson was allowed to read excerpts from it because he was playing Edward like 70 Myers showed him Midnight Sun so he could get Edward's perspective which is crazy. Wild. Also I found that the novella was called this Short Second Life of Bree Tanner and that was released in uh 2010. Yeah.
2: That I remember that as being like a little bit more like violent and dark. Hmm. So if mm-hmm. you if you like Twilight but want it to <laughs> be scarier check maybe, it out. Give it a try. Ooh. Yeah.
1: That's interesting because one of the things that I was that I was going to bring up about up about Twilight is that it feels like the darkest scariest thing I had encountered up until that point in my life. Like mm, when I read yeah. Twilight for the first time because I feel like there's so much repressed sexual energy <laughs> that like touched something in me <laughs> at that tender age, tender period of my life that I was like this is the most insane thing I've ever I've ever experienced. So
2: Mm-hmm. Shout out
1: Twilight for a sexual <laughs> awakening, I guess. Well, the
2: way, so um, I re- remember first like encountering Twilight in sixth grade, um, and mm-hmm. my parents would not let me read it.
3: <laughs> um, <gasps> this is me such too. a big me thing. Me too. That's how we and were talking. It, it oh my god! At yes. Our, like, at our jerry
2: library, um, you had to like you couldn't check out the book at all if you were under eighth grade. This is <gasps> middle school. And it was, so it was an 8th <gasps> grade only book. And your parents had to sign a release. Oh, um, my God. It, and they didn't have Eclipse or Breaking Dawn because there was too much kissy-kissy. Yeah. Um, and so what I did was I I had, like, the Harry Potter book set, like, hardback, mm-hmm. okay? And and they all came with these mm-hmm. little paper book, sh- book jackets, right? Yeah. So <gasps> my friend, Hannah Custolo, if you're listening to this, thank you. You created a monster. <laughs> um, she's hannah costello so, you're a friend of the uh, pod just so, monster so you know. PJ pants girl, okay so, <laughs> oh my gosh we, we love her we love her okay that's so, incredible she, <laughs> went, she would loan me the book series okay and so i would bring my little harry potter book jacket to school and i would switch the twilight in the harry potter book jacket and then I would oh I would like read it in the corner of my room mm-hmm. and I had like the Harry Potter book as a backup, ready at any <laughs> moment to like slow down. Um, there well. is such
1: a culture of reading the Twilight books in secret. Like, I yeah. remember being in sixth <laughs> yeah. grade, and for some reason in sixth grade, me and my friends were like, it's cool for us to hang out in the teen section of the library. So we would, like, go there, like, once a <laughs> week after school. And th- I remember, like, girls would come in, and they'd just sit there and read the Twilight books because they weren't allowed to read them at home. So girls would, like, come in and, like, see- and just read yeah. the Twilight books at the library
2: because their parents weren't allowed to, to- – they yeah. did not allow them to read them insane in order to save libraries, we need to like release another teen erotic novel is that what you're saying i think that's the solution yeah basically
0: basically yeah i mean i remember i was in catholic school Mm. when this is all going down so there was no way that there was gonna be any sort of you know yeah promiscuous activity and also like books so i I you borrowed know what I books. mean, like witchy, satan-y oh, so, oh, things. Oh yeah, Satan, yeah. Satan, yeah, vampires, yeah. witches—you know <laughs> all that stuff. But I remember borrowing one of the books from my friend, and we had these stairs when I was in my childhood home, and my mom was like, "Juliana." Oh, no. and had fa- like had found the book and she was at the bottom of the stairs and I was at the top of the stairs and she looks at me and she'd purposely told me I was not allowed to read these books and I stuck <gasps> behind her back and I read them anyways and she looks oh, at me and goes no. well, what is this and I have never been more afraid of Suzanne <laughs> <Sam laughs> Jordan in my entire oh, life no. I was like and she was like, I told you you oh couldn't read gosh. this. Oh, my gosh. You better give it back to whoever you got. <gasps> and oh, I was yes, like, that's mom.
3: <laughs> I got a
0: scary mom. She was not playing. I love her very much, but she can be like, mm-hmm, sometimes. And I was like, okay.
2: In my house, it was like, I, like, asked my mom to read them, and then she asked my dad, and then they had, like, a serious discussion about it. <laughs> Um, and so I re- remember they like brought me into like the final decision conversation um, and I, they were like well we don't want you reading it because of the content and I was like mom dad I know that vampires are not real and are against god and are of the devil and they went it's not about the vampires Jennifer it's about the sex
3: <laughs>
2: and then I was like, ah! and I was like oh! oh
1: my god wow. the drama I love it <laughs> I was read I started reading the books like when the movie came out because I before that I don't think I was aware of the series mm-hmm. um because I think when the first movie came out that was 2008 so we were in 4th grade um <laughs> so we were like 10 years old um so mm-hmm. I think that's when I read the first book which seems like very so young um or I guess maybe it was like we were in going into fifth grade, so I feel like it was more then.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm also a yeah. I think I'm a year, are most of you guys? Yeah. Are okay, a so year. you're yeah. like a year
1: above us. So that makes sense. I, know, I think yeah. we were in fifth grade. You were in sixth grade. So,
2: yeah, and yeah, so I'm older. So I'm so I'm 97, and I'm like a young mm. 97 for my grade level. Mm-hmm. Of yeah, we
1: so were probably close. Um, but uh, yeah, I remember so, I read yeah, yeah the first yeah, book, yeah. and then I read New Moon. And my mom was like, you're not allowed to read Breaking Dawn until you're 16 <laughs> because of the sex. And I actually hated New Moon. Um, so I just stopped reading the books. Because I I just didn't, for some wow. reason, my like, I just really wow. didn't like that book. Okay. I don't remember why. I remember I was like reading it while we were on like vacation to like a lake house. And I was like reading it at night, and I was like, what's we just skipped four months of Bella's life and we don't know what happened. <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, that's ex- a That is how I still feel today. <laughs> Okay. "I Hate New Moon." Bre- For context, I've read "Breaking Dawn" sixteen times, and I have read "Whoa, New
0: Moon twice. wow, so. okay, what?"
2: So that's a stark
1: contrast. I was also talking to my friend last night, who loves Twilight, about how the pacing of the series is just odd. Like a lot of mm. the first couple of books feels like exposition, and compared to how much happens mm. in "Breaking Dawn." You know what I mean? Like, she gets married. She gets pregnant. She, she has becomes her baby. a vampire, like, finally. Everything happens in Breaking Dawn. She becomes a vampire, exactly. Um, So that feels weird. <laughs> it's like, yeah, mm-hmm, something's up there.
2: Um, but I-, I wonder if that on, in some way, like, speaks to the teen experience. Because I feel like for teens, so much of the focus is on, like, finding this person, mm. making them love me, and, like when you ask Mm. them so what are you gonna do after you like find this boy make him fall in love with you then they're like oh well we're gonna get married yeah (laughs) you know like it's like that i do think that is like that pacing is a bit indicative of the like i don't think stephanie meyer did it on purpose (laughs) we don't think she's that (laughs) smart um but i yeah i think Okay. <laughs> okay jen coming in with the smart shit i think that usual. reasoning <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, that but, reasoning uh,
1: may be why um no, poor, no i apologize. don't stand by this today but i was team jacob but i think it's because i stopped reading the books at new moon mm. and i was like well jacob's actually there and edward just left and jacob's there for bella so i think that's why yeah. i was like team jacob
0: and then i didn't read the rest of the book so like mm. I was also I I also was Team Jacob, but I think it was because I just did not have the patience to keep up with like <laughs> everything that was going on, and they were very like big books, <laughs> and I just didn't have that much of an attention span. So
2: I was kind of like, yeah, well, Taylor Lautner's cute. I, I, like, I genuinely think the difference between Team Edward and Team Jacob is do you have daddy issues and if you have daddy issues you are, you are team edward and if you don't you're team jacob because jacob is a perfectly nice guy i mean he gets a little oh, annoying yeah. and he doesn't take the rejection well but like he gets a, nice a good guy, haircut just, like, and, tan and young and then you have like old like, yeah. dude over here and if you if, if you feel if you need a father figure you're going for edward mm. and if you need a boyfriend you're going wow for jacob. so damn <laughs> that is some cold, hard
3: fact.
1: <laughs> yeah. I also, oh, so oh as gosh. I said, I watched yeah. the first Twilight movie last night. Um. One of the things that struck me was, so growing up, like, I fell into the whole weird sort of unnecessary, unnecessary rivalry between mm. Harry Potter and Twilight, yeah. and I chose Harry Potter, and I was like, I have to not engage with Twilight <laughs> because I'll be a traitor if I do. Um, and then, and then like, as part of that, I couldn't understand why people were attracted to Edward. Like I didn't get the appeal. And then last Mm. night watching the movie, I was like, okay, (laughs) I get it. I think I get it. Wow. Um, Really. And I think, wait, why is that? What was the difference? Yeah. Well, I think as an adult, (laughs) I'm more able to understand why a teen girl would be attracted to a vampire like there's a danger (laughs) and what I mean by that is there's a danger that is exciting and also Mm. Edward at the beginning is definitely kind of negging Bella and like that that I understand (laughs) I hate that I understand it but I really being attracted to that yeah being attracted to somebody Mm. who like for some unidentifiable reason wants nothing to do with you. I get it. <laughs> well and I think I think another thing is that also then when they finally do like get together, it's that thing of she's kind of like the chosen one. Mm-hmm. Like she's the only one in town who like somehow is good enough. Yeah. For him or she like she gets to join this like inner circle and know the secrets.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and it's I sort of that.
0: Also like, f- Yeah, Yeah. I also think that there's something, like, super sexy when you're, like, in your late teens about, like, it being a life and death situation, like doesn't he save her from death multiple times? Yeah. And like yeah. when they are they're about to fuck, they're he's like, I, I can't, can't do it because I'm gonna I'm like, kill, kill you. you. And she's like, I
2: would want you to anyways. <laughs> and I was sitting there like, I don't know if I want to die for this, oh, I but I'm so on. This is how I think <laughs> the Fifty Shades of Grey. Like grouping is because I was like, yes, murder me. Um, <laughs> I, do, I think you're oh. Uh, there's something really interesting about the girls and by the girls I mean me but like there's a whole <laughs> so, like I was not into One Direction sorry um I was not for everyone I had
0: <laughs> I was an either <laughs> you know, me um, and Karen, Karen very either. much
2: for <laughs> it's okay Yeah. <laughs> did you say just like Abel uh, yeah that's what I said <laughs> um I, <laughs> Not for everyone. Um, but I... Uh,
3: oh, my God. Yeah, I don't
2: like Wonder Action. <laughs> <laughs> I don't channel. Um, But really, uh, I think, like, if you don't have, like, that... Like, there is a part of a teenage girl that, like, wants to obsess, okay? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. over a boy. Yeah. And, new and exciting. And I think, like, the idea that... Yeah. there's The thing about having a boy band crush is, like, as much as you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to marry Harry, Harry Styles, you know that's not going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I think the same thing is true with Twilight. It gives you the safety to really, like, go live your best fantasy life because, like, you know at the mm. end, you're not going to meet a vampire. Mm-hmm. Unless you, you get in with the weird kids at high school. But, like, you're not going to meet a vampire. <laughs> yeah. um, and I think that, like, gives it a token of, like, like safety and license to fantasize. Mm-hmm. Um, and additionally, Juliana, this whole, like, Edward, pres- like, the Edward protecting Bella Of the first novel is Mm, so like cemented in there, and uh, E.L. James does the same thing in Fifty Shades of Grey. But like this, like life or death, like gotta protect you, and also like, oh, pick me because I'm gonna protect you from the other scarier men that are out there. Mm -hmm. That's what Mm. that (gasps) dynamic is, and um, is like, see how scary the world is, and also girls are so afraid of the future like they don't know what they're doing with their lives they don't know what they want to do and it's like well if i become a vampire then i have endless time to do those things but also like my life path is decided at 18 Mm -hmm. and i don't have to you know like and like i i I know for
1: sure that i'll be with you forever right Mm -hmm. exactly (sighs) wow that's crazy i will also (laughs) say that doesn't necessarily come through in the movie the same way like Mm. i think i also like watching the movie i was like kristen stewart is so obviously gay in every (laughs) frame of this movie like there's no way that this that bella swan in this movie is attracted to men so that was like influencing my opinion Mm -hmm. but you just don't get the same sense that like like in the movie i don't feel like it's explored enough the reason why she's attracted to edward in the first place she just kind of is and then the story progresses but like that is actually the crux of the book it's like what is that attraction
0: and why um Mm -hmm. yeah well jen can i ask you like how did you feel initially about reading the book then verse then seeing the movie when you first interacted with those two things versus how do you feel about the book versus the movie now
2: okay so um i have only watched i've not watched uh new moon eclipse or breaking dawn one and two i've only watched (gasps) twilight and i've watched it three times wow Um, oh because i thought it was so bad um and (laughs) that's true (laughs) it was bad um i think like so I've always maintained that. So I, I read the books first, um, and then I watched mm-hmm. just Twilight, and as the other ones, like, rolled out, I didn't really care. Mm-hmm. Um, for m- me, I think, I think this is something I feel very passionately about, is that this, like, that I don't think anyone, except me, um, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't think most people are reading the Bella problem correctly. I think the problem with Bella, I don't think there's any actress who could have been Bella. Because mm-hmm. the way Twilight is written mm. as a teen girl, you put yourself into Bella, mm. and you put your character, Because Bella is, is described as being like average height, like normal, m- like build fine, normal, and with brown hair. And I think she's intentional. She I think could be anyone. Anymore. Left her intentionally as a blank slate, mm. so you, the um, reader, could put yourself into her shoes, and yeah. like Bella's appearance, like. The number of times Bella needing to go pee is brought up like so much more <laughs> than like what her appearance actually is. Like Edward's always giving her compliments but they're not very specific. And it's so that way you as the read like it's non specific for a reason. So that way it mm-hmm. could apply to anyone and like so you as a teenager going to see Twilight, like no actress will play Bella good enough because you are Bella. Wow. You think you're the perfect Bella. on this like subconscious level if you're really into Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. um whoa that's crazy that's such
1: a good point i love that that is because that's also like that's bella is essentially your name from self-insert fan fictions and something i was gonna mention is that twilight kind of feels like fan fiction of something else like it feels like you know like because bella is supposed to be a blank slate and because it's so kind of like it like falls into tropes very easily, um, yeah. which is interesting, and that makes that makes total sense that it doesn't translate well to a movie because like, in a perfect world, you would be the main character of that movie. Yeah, <laughs> and it's also like, how is anyone wow. supposed to play Bella when like she doesn't really have a distinct personality either? I would say yeah. like, <laughs> mm. and you can tell that all of the actors in that movie are struggling. <laughs>
2: like, <you're laughs> carlisle carlisle oh my god yeah he knows what he's doing down
1: the like the the way that robert pattinson wants to die in every frame (laughs) of twilight he does not want to be there we We talked
0: about we talked yeah we talked about harry potter before and i think it was karen that was like Mm. i feel like uh robert pattinson's better in harry potter than in twilight and i was like or, and we collectively were like, well, he probably, like, didn't want to die yeah. on Harry Potter. So that was, like, yeah. a plus.
3: Yeah.
0: And the writing was mm-hmm. slightly better. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I think
1: that's something yeah. so Whoa. wonderful, though, that Whoa. we have today now is, like, Robert Pattinson's just complete hatred for Twilight. And, like, his commentary tracks are hilarious. Him watching himself yeah. in Twilight and his interviews about Twilight... And he just can't sit, take it seriously at all. Um, <laughs> and that's a really wonderful thing that we have now because of Twilight. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a crazy man yeah. um, and has gone on to have kind of a crazy career. But. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm, I'm just having this realization of how young we were when Twilight came out, especially that like, the movie came out in mm-hmm. 2008. So I think mm-hmm. we were like 11 or turning or 10. 10? Oh my gosh, 10. We were 10. Um, and yeah. for me I was like, wait, hold on. Let me think back to when I was ten, because when I was ten I was obsessed with like Disney Channel stars and I loved getting like the Teeny Bopper magazines like Bop and Pop Star and Tiger Beat. And now thinking back, it's insane to me that like Twilight was in there next to like the Jonas Brothers and Demi Lovato and Camp Rock stuff because I think Camp Rock (laughs) came out in 2008 so like that is just insane to me to Mm -hmm. think back and think about those things existing at the same time for me and I was like 10 years old Mm mhm yeah I also think in many ways Twilight is such a time capsule for like mid 2000s angst culture you know which kind of falls in line with for me, the Jonas Brothers. The Jonas Brothers were um, a huge uh, vessel for my angst. <laughs> That's so funny because they are so tame so, compared to like
3: <laughs> the I sexual know.
1: energy of Twilight. And later, later on in my life, that angst transferred to like Follow mm. Boy and Panic at the Disco, like more pop punk bands. But at age ten, Jonas Brothers was all I knew that was even vaguely punk. <laughs> so there's that. And that's my confession that's
0: of the also <laughs> Thank you so much Karen yeah. I'd be
2: curious to see like I don't know if anyone else had this experience and so I'm gonna put myself out on a limb um, and accept that <laughs> I might be the only person who did this so when I that's okay so when I was in like fifth grade I had like a group of friends um, and instead of like playing kickball like normal people um, we developed and designed an elaborate fantasy game. Um, which we titled <gasps> The Seven Summits. And so we each had like a magical power. Um, and my friend is currently writing a book based off of our That's amazing. Adventures. But um, yeah. So I just, so when I think about that and like there was like romance, like my boyfriend got, would periodically get, I'm using air quotes, possessed <laughs> by a ghost <laughs> named Cole. And so like I would be like, are oh, you going to be dressed in <laughs> like Cole today? It was very dramatic. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, he's a youth pastor now. So amazing. And, and anyway, but so like, I I have spoken before with other people who have done like high fantasy games in elementary school But like, so if you look at the timeline for me, like I come off of this game. I'm pi- Dustin, and I got sent oh. to different middle schools. So I'm pining for my long lost <laughs> love, and then suddenly I'm like given Twilight. And so like, I feel like those conditions Whoa, are like the yeah. perfect storm to become obsessed with Twilight
3: yeah um and so i'm
2: wondering like if like the way you spent like the year or two before because i was already in that like high fantasy like encompassed mindset so like i wonder if Mm. that i wonder if like who you were right before you read twilight like impacts your experience wow totally
0: i think that's so interesting i'm trying to think back as to like who I was and I think kind of like Karen I was always like really Mm. into Harry Potter so that's what like that was my book series that I dedicated myself to um and I was always like a very highly imaginative kid um the pining like (laughs) no boys were looking my way at that age (laughs) so but I think that it's like I, I agree with you, like, no matter what the fandom is, or, like, the thing that you become obsessed with is, like, it very much is, like, who you're, you are leading up to that, like, really mm. really affects it. Um, Karen and Aaron, I don't know if you have any, um, thing to say about that. Yeah, I just
1: well. I do, which is unfortunately that I think that's correct and because in the years <laughs> preceding Twilight, and even after Twilight, um, I was I was way, way too much of a repressed little nerd to allow mm. Twilight into my life in that way, like, like I, I, <laughs> I think I was too afraid that if I like let myself be obsessed with this thing that was kind of a little naughty, <laughs> that people oh. would find out things about me, mainly that I, which am you getting, maybe like did or did not like, know at the time. <laughs> I, mm. I think I knew I just wasn't ready to admit it to myself or others. Um, so looking back, I think that definitely played a part in my mm. initial aversion to Twilight. <laughs> now I think Twilight's great. Now I'm on the Twilight train. But yeah. at the time, yeah. yeah. Aaron, I yeah. will say.
0: Oh, sorry. Before Aaron goes really quickly. I will say that I've said this to Karen and Aaron when we were talking about this episode. And I was like. Twilight was the first time that I was like, oh, this is like <laughs> literally how to do sex. Like, this is what sex is. Nice. And I was like, which is like, but like, you no know, one really tells you especially if yeah. you're, you're like a young ca- like kid going to catholic mm-hmm. school no one fucking tells you and so then you're like oh this is a literal step-by-step guide and i'm like kind of feeling
3: good while reading <laughs> well it. Anyway, i'm trying to think of Aaron back to you?
0: what I, what was
1: going on with me before twilight came out and i think i'm thinking about like fourth fourth fifth grade I just, like, to be honest, I was kind of obsessed with being famous. Like, I really wanted to be a pop star. Uh, like, I secretly, I secretly really wanted to be a pop star. I really, I was so obsessed with, like, Miley Cyrus and Hannah Montana. Um, so I think that's why I was, just, like, just so obsessed with, like, Disney Channel stars like the Jonas Brothers, Miley Cyrus, uh, like, and High School Musical and Camp Rock, like, the singing, and I was, like, really becoming like, I want to do theater. I want to be famous. Um, I was also obsessed with iCarly at that time in fourth grade. Mm. And I really wanted to, like, have a web show mm. and, like, oh, be internet yeah. famous. Um, So I think I kind of just got into twi- Twilight because it was <laughs> another, like, famous <laughs> thing that was happening. Like, everybody was reading it. It was, like, so – it was so huge. Yeah. I was like, yeah, of course I'm going to read this too. Um, It was the thing. Yeah. It was the thing. Mm. Something that yeah. I think – we haven't talked about yet but i would love to talk about is that while twilight was important for teen girls it was also weirdly appealing <laughs> for people my mom's age Yeah. um I, which I is wait so. i didn't know this yeah i, I think remember, a lot of moms really? were into twilight and then mm. subsequently into 50 shades of gray yeah well,
2: yeah a lot of moms read it mm-hmm. to like approve it for their. so so here was the compromise that was reached so i wasn't allowed to so in, like, eighth grade, my mom was like, okay, you can read Twilight, but we're going to read it at the same time, and I'm going to read each <laughs> chapter before you. So then I had to re-read Twilight, like, I was super... And so, like, when we got to, like, Eclipse and subsequently Breaking Dawn, she would be like, okay, you have to skip this chapter or this chapter. And she would tell me, like, the
3: important, like,
2: <laughs> plot points that happened in that chapter, because they were too sexy. Um, yeah, also, I believe that I think Eclipse is like Eclipse is my favorite book out of the series, um, mm. and which is an unpopular opinion. Um, and <gasps> I think it's sexier than Breaking Dawn, um, because I think the sex scenes that actually go down in Breaking Dawn are sad and not well done. So, <sighs> oh, no, <laughs>
3: um, wait, yeah, I say never read more Breaking Dawn, say but but I know about the context I from the wait, movie if you don't mind. Like, it's,
2: well, it's almost like so. Like we're just like all of the clips is them laying in bed together, and Bella being like, "I'm oh, gonna well, fuck you," and Ever being like, "No," um, and like, like, and it, it also like I guess tying into purity culture a little bit, like, "Oh, how far is too far? Like, what are we gonna do? Like that kind of thing." But I digress on that note. Um, so like, there's so much. Like the whole book is basically like, well written for Stephanie Meyer. I mean, come on, it's all relative. But, like, relatively well-written, like, foreplay. Like, just the the pining, okay? And it was pretty hot and pretty sexy. And, like, them Mm. almost fucking was pretty hot. But then you get down into, like, breaking down when they actually do have sex. And, like, because it's not going to cross the line into, like, porn, like, you basically get, like, an extra, like few pages of this weird like before sex not foreplay stuff and then like you don't get anything else and there's always like an awkward line like (laughs) Edward like it's always like Edward says some like Mm. last line before they fuck and you're always like like, (laughs) I love you Mrs. Cullen or something like stupid like that like I don't know, and you're like, Uh, "Aww, come on!" I woke up feeling thirsty, and my bed was ruined. Um, and it's like me too, girl. But I also uh, think it's. (laughs) Well, where's the meat? Yeah, but it's like, but literally, basically getting blue balls the whole time. Yeah, I also
1: think it's it's so funny uh, that this was a book that a lot of you know religious people were afraid of, but like Bella and Edward, wait till marriage. Technically, like I just think that's kind of (laughs) funny. Yeah. That's true. It also isn't Stephanie Meyer is she, Stephanie Myers? Myers is that is there an s on the end of that name? Um yeah. anyway, isn't she a Mormon or is that something i made up? <laughs> I don't what? Know. Oh, i need to look that up right because now. Because i think she's a Mormon and if that is true then like a lot Of the repression makes more sense.
0: Whoa, to me. Meyer has been a faithful member of the Church (gasps) of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints, also known as Mormon Church or LDS Church. No way. There you go. She even attended attended (gasps) Brigham Young University. I had no idea. BYU, an LDS college in Provo, Utah. This is breaking news. (laughs) I did not know. I had no clue. This is insane. Wow. That's crazy. That's. (laughs) Wait, 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 oh my god. Twilight, I'm, this is, this is also breaking news. (laughs) I looked up Stephanie Meyer, Mormon, and one of the things that show up in People Also Ask, is Twilight a metaphor for abstinence? Twilight is a big metaphor for sexual abstinence, and yet it's erotic underneath. There are so many elements in the story which are sexy. (laughs) Which are (laughs) sexy.
2: Hold on. I am, I am my brain <laughs> just wanted to let you all know that the um there is a quote where Edward says don't you think you should at least try to keep one virtue <gasps> whoa oh my my God. God. what I, like, The mormonism was, like, came
1: through yeah, so this is just,
2: like because he was like you've like you've watched someone be murdered and there was like he like listed all the bad stuff that's happened and he's like there's one thing that yeah. I'm, Wait, uh, this kind well, of like wow. this is blowing
1: my mind. Also, like, I don't. This, this, this is the whole thing. Mind. Is it the whole thing about temptation? Oh my god! Because like the apple on the on the first book, like yes, Adam which, and Eve. There's a moment in the movie where they so force that book yeah, cover, and it's like the apple
2: like <laughs> falls into Edward's he's hands. Cupping and he's cupping like, <laughs> his
1: hands perfectly to match the book cover.
2: <laughs> yeah. Do you guys remember those? Like, um, oh, like as soon as they cast twilight they took these like weird production pictures that don't okay i'm pulling it <laughs> so, up I, for, like they don't look like the real i i remember all my friends looking and i saw all these movie like promo pictures and then we felt like we got like super cucked because no one actually <laughs> looked like that um i'll share my i guess this is bad that's okay podcast. Sorry. We can um no, we that's a okay. share something like, on we'll our like Instagram. Link it in yeah, the show just notes. For your reference, yeah. I'm just gonna oh I can't I can't screen share because it it's been disabled. Oh. I'll I'll copy and paste the link in the text.
3: Um okay. but like I just remember Amazing.
2: being so fat. Like they don't actually no one actually looks like this.
3: Um mm-hmm. I'm also
2: gonna post a link to another very important photo, R E. Oh, I think oh yes, the, oh I this is what oh. they used. Didn't they put <gasps>
1: this on the cover of the book? when they like cho- yes. no, when it was like now a major motion picture
2: are you looking at the one of her in the oh direct or the one yes with the, the most- one with the mostly <laughs>
1: yeah, a- how why old was she when What's she did that on? what is going on what is know. up with the apple why did they look like that oh yeah I am so upset about weird. this picture <laughs> <laughs>
0: So weird. That oh is for Please. reference oh for
1: the listeners. I'm gonna try to describe it. <laughs> okay,
0: Bella, Karen, let's go. you go.
1: Bella is standing front and center in this like, in this s- strapless white tunic-like dress. She's holding
3: biblical mm, one might biblical, say. Biblical one might say.
1: She's holding a red apple in her palms, but also like kind of in her fingers. I yes. Guess. Edward is standing behind her, shirt open. <laughs> Hair very windswept, pulling her hair away from her neck, but not looking Mm -hmm. at her at all. Also, look at his other (laughs) hand.
2: Can I add her? Her face looks like Janelle Evans from Teen Mom.
1: (laughs) (gasps) That's true. She does not look like Kristen Stewart. Also, if you look at Edward's other hand. It, like, look, it doesn't look like that's his hand. Like, it looks, the hand looks, like, dirty. No, 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 no. Doesn't it look like, it looks like there's <laughs> dirt all over his hand. It's so dark. Karen, this I is... have
2: another photo I'd like to describe <laughs> to the audience.
1: Okay. Okay, I'm ready. I think this is good. Let me pull oh it my up. Wait, wait, Oh, wait, my God. Oh, my God. Why didn't they use this one? This is, this is hot, I'll say. Um... <laughs> In this image, listeners, they're standing against a big column. <laughs> um what is this from? <laughs> Bella Bella is in a little num- a little black dress that like a lot more She's like a black Adam's eight.
2: But he's wearing $15 pumps Yeah.
1: From <laughs> yes. Absolutely she is! From like sure Charlotte Roos. The dress is slit up to her <laughs> vagina. <laughs> no room left for imagination um her she's hair she's also like is yeah. black you go edward is in a black suit and he's like weirdly kind mm-hmm. of choking her it looks like he's and also her.
2: that is the weakest grip choke i have ever <laughs> seen in my it's...
1: life it's yeah he's not committing to it at all um oh my gosh and oh my gosh damn weirdly steamy Anyway, that's that picture. (laughs) Also insane to think about how Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson were, like, dating this whole time. That whole time the movies were being shot and how many photo shoots they had to do. literally... Also, it's just so weird, like, seeing the two of them now and being like, how were they ever together?
0: Well, but also she was 18. That's crazy when she started this. So she was so young number one. And number two, if I think about the guy that I was dating at 18 and having to do a movie with with him, years. multiple movies with him yeah. for 5 yeah. years. He's married now, by the way. So um oh I literally I it, very, I'm sure it would have been fine, but Jesus Christ, yeah. it would have been, like, a hot mess. Like, and that's nothing to do with him, like, it's nothing to do with me. Being it 18. It
3: just would have been...
2: <laughs> no, 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 yeah. no. It would have been if me and my 18-year-old boyfriend had to film five years of movies together, it would be a hot mess, and it would be <laughs> because of who he is as a person. Um... <laughs>
1: um uh, oh,
3: i feel
2: dying. the same I'm, I'm oh we joking. will <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yeah oh my wow.
0: goodness
2: oh my goodness just want to really quickly like reiterate this um thing that we keep talking about which is like how twilight led to 50 mm. days of gray mm-hmm. um yeah. because i feel like it keeps getting alluded to but for the audience um Fifty Shades of Grey originated as a Twilight fanfic, and if you go read Fifty Shades of Grey, they're on the same, like, sixth grade (laughs) reading level. Um, And, like, to be... The thing... We were talking earlier about, like, how Harry Potter people, like, didn't like Twilight because they were too cool for it or whatever. Mm -hmm. I found that, like, I love Harry Potter, and I read through the whole series twice, but then, like, I got hit with Twilight, and I was like, do I want this, like, grown-up sexy thing or this kind of childish (gasps) thing? And I went with the grown-up, sexy thing. And then when Fifty Shades of Grey was released, it was the I, it, they just hit me, and so many people right at the exact perfect age group because it was like, oh, do you want to be a little older and sexier now that you're in middle school? And then it was like, oh, you're you just turned 16. Like, do you want to be even older and even sexier? Um, and do you want like the capitalization like because Christian mm-hmm. Grey is just Edward like E.L. James like cap like that's genius marketing Like that is so smart because it's like every reader has is, is yeah. already eating out of the palm like of that their familiarity hand. that yeah.
1: comfortability with that character yeah. is built right in and I think most people going into reading mm-hmm. Fifty Shades of Grey had no idea that it was a Twilight fan fiction like your average suburban mom yeah. has no no concept of that
2: right well I and mean, these tropes that we keep talking about this like this man like I think I don't know if it's in the first or the second Fifty Shades book like Um, Bella. Anna is like about like there's her creepy boss who like tries to like rape her or something, and like Mm. then it's like there's then the boss like tries to get Christian's (laughs) helicopter to crash, and I mean it's like so high stakes, and like um, but it's again like this like oh I'm gonna protect you because even though I'm a scary Mm. man, there are scarier men in the world um, Mm -hmm. who are dangerous. So. which
1: in and of itself
2: terrifying yeah, <laughs> yeah. no horrifying yeah. yeah um and I but I also oh no, go for no, it go ahead.
0: I was just gonna say I think it's so like interesting and true what you're saying um about um being at an age where you're like starting to learn about sex like in middle school and then at an age where you're like maybe starting to have sex and like those like catching people in those two stages and i also think that the thing that's really interesting about twilight and 50 shades respectively is that they're both like more targeted towards women and like things that are very sexual and things that like women it's okay for women specifically if we're thinking of things in like a binary context um in, like, a, like, a media context that are for, like, women specifically in, like, I just think that that's really interesting because it's, like, traditionally, like, again, if we're thinking of, like, in a binary context, there's, like, not a lot in the media that's for, like, mm-hmm. sexualized content for women, mm-hmm. so I think that that's super interesting. And well, if
2: you also look at, like, the Tumblr culture of the time, like, I, I, everyone right now is on, on TikTok. Hell yeah. Tumblr is, like. Yes. <laughs> Really That's like into talking about like, how, like, um, we all got groomed on, like, oh my god, and, and stuff. um oh. By the end, like, I truly think, like, this literature because it's not just Twilight, it's like all mm-hmm. of the teen romance books at the time followed this successful pattern to yeah. sell books, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, right. this being the only media that we had, like. Like this was normal and like I think everyone's like, Oh my god, I can't believe we were like talking to fifty year old men and sending them news on news <laughs> sending on, like, them the news, news. <laughs> here's cnn report. So like <laughs> I was sending them news and it's like, Of course mm. we were like duh. We were groomed. Yeah, we were groomed by Twilight and then we just got groomed by men on kick and you know. That's yeah. crazy. TikTok is really
1: a lot of trauma processing for people who are on Tumblr. <laughs> yeah. And it's shocking mm-hmm. sometimes to be on TikTok and be like, oh my God, yeah. I had that experience. Yeah. I can't believe.
0: Yeah. Amazing. Um, also, I just want to be clear. The only reason I referenced, like, women's experiences and binary experiences is just because mm-hmm. those are my experiences. Yeah. And I not to exclude anyone. Just thought that I would preface that. Yeah. Um, but I also
1: think it's really true but, yeah. that it, it definitely was a different experience for women than it was for
2: mm-hmm. anyone else. Well, and there's, like, a ton of queer mm-hmm. moves on Twilight that are also yeah. very interesting. Um, so
0: yeah Maybe could you I explain just, more I, about that yeah i'm i'm really interested sure, guess, um,
2: to hear this really interesting discourse um about like especially because kristen stewart is gay like or is, i don't know is she gay or bi i'm, I'm not sure in yeah. some way i yeah. don't know what yeah like there's a lot of um like discourse talking about like is bella like just <laughs> a lesbian or is she like a bi girl who just married a like the like the skinny gamer guy you know what i mean like yeah um <laughs> this, of course, all that. there's some like interesting like reads on the like wolf pack as like a, mm. some sort of allegory or mm. stuff i'm not this is not my yeah. uh area of expertise um mm. but well i think
1: there's a lot of of um like queer coding with werewolves in general like yes. werewolves being the like manifestation of sin <laughs> essentially and like so bodily horror is a very that's a, a queer
0: experience yeah yeah that's so interesting
2: yeah um and I also think like with uh this this feeling of like oh no one like I, I have to be with this one specific person because no one else could understand me or no one else could mm. get me um I think is like mm their, yeah. um, I think also stuff. like yeah.
1: I'm thinking uh-huh. about yeah because Twilight was such a huge phenomenon and it was just so in the cultural like consciousness how the, also the hate that it got and how like mm. I feel like a lot of men would like rag on Edward and because he was sort of like or they were like, he was feminized like because he sparkled you know what I mean like, like and because yeah. he was skinny and because he had like skinny. nice hair yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and that was just like something again sort totally. of reiterating yeah. the fact that this felt like something that was made for women and perhaps like because this the main character the man like the love interest was not again like the trope of there's scary men out there or like scarier men than the scary man and so he was more like yeah. oh he like sparkles yeah. and look at his abs sparkling in the daylight <laughs> like
2: well, yeah. but it's also like Men love to hate things that teenage girls can Yes, say. which mm-hmm. is a point um, we lo- love to make on you this We say it pod. all the time, Jen. <laughs> um, they they hate yeah. um, and they especially hate the... Th- here's the thing. Here's what... Okay. Here go. <laughs> when women are given a space to fantasize, erotica, romance novels, whatever, um, men are always... Or even porn men are always like oh well I don't I I don't fit that stereotype like I'm not a big buff guy Mm. and like what Twilight says is in in a weird (laughs) way Twilight says it's not about being big and buff it's about your brain and how can you protect me and be like a father figure
3: basically
2: (laughs) Um, and so what it does, it, I think it makes men really mad because with Edward, they can't use the, well, I'll just never be big and strong enough. Or masculine to enough. Woman. Um, <gasps> yeah. It's like masculinity as like an internal strength and not as like a, I mean, there is like the external vampire strength and stuff, but like Emmett is the himbo, like, um, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We love him, though. Um, <laughs> and then there's, like, Jasper, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who's also it's kind it's of, like, like it, more it, feminine. It, it really makes men uncomfortable because they're like, oh, my God, like, he's not big and buff, and what is he doing to get her? And it, like, makes those little Reddit boys really angry because they're mm-hmm. like, that's what they like to say. It's like, <laughs> girls don't want to fuck me because I'm I'm not conventionally attractive frat boy. And it's like, no, girls don't want to fuck you because you're low-key a misogynist, and all you do is play Fortnite. Um,
3: yeah. So, <laughs> Word. It,
2: it, it, it eliminates that excuse for them and that's why they all yeah. hate Edward. Um, it invalidates
1: but, that nice guys finish last excuse. Yeah, yeah. yeah
2: totally. Um,
1: yeah.
2: Not to go on a tangent, but I was like... Mm, no, that's... No. I cracked yeah. it. I cracked no, that's it, such like, a good wait. point. That's <laughs> why we invited you on <laughs> the pod, yes. Yes. Jen.
1: Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> the only thing left that I sort of wanted to ask you about, Jen, is... Did you have any experiences... Because it was sort of er, in the earlier 2000s, th- not the earlier 2000s, but, like, did you have any experiences, like, online, specifically? Rooney that was my with, question. With, like, the Twilight fandom? Ooh, like, on social media or, like, like Tumblr or th- um, anything so like that?
2: from the ages... This is all, obviously, joke legal. but um, from the ages of... Alleged uh, information. <laughs> uh, yeah. From allegedly, 15, I may or may not have had a relatively successful... Porn and feminism, Tumblr. Yes, um, absolutely. Um, so Hell yeah! not down? Sad <laughs> <jab>. um, Because, <laughs> because yeah. Tumblr yeah. banned all the porn. porn. Um, all the porn. <laughs> I think so online. I wasn't. I, I was obsessed with Pilot. I bought all the magazines. I bought all. I bought all that stuff. You know, I like mm. was here for it. I was. I was reading the fan fiction. I was, you know, I was super into it. Um, mm. But I don't like. I didn't get on uh, Tumblr because of Twilight. But I definitely think like having Twilight mm-hmm. as the like baseline for knowing like that's kind of what I was interested in. And I was also like a huge Lana Del Rey mm-hmm. for like. Uh, <laughs> if anyone has one of those rosaries that is actually, like, a Coke spoon, please contact me. I will buy it from you. I don't see Coke, but I desperately want oh one. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I literally, I, I'm ser- Reach out. Reach out to the fangirl team. Um, <laughs> please. please. Yeah. Me. Send us an email um, and we'll yeah. forward it to Jen. It's really important. Um, but, uh, I definitely think that, like, Twilight was my first introduction to, like, a darker, sexier culture. Which I, which I would eventually go on to pursue using like Tumblr, Fet Life, like all of those things. Um, so I think I should say Twilight was my gateway drug.
0: Wow.
3: Wow. I'm obsessed with
0: that. <laughs> that and I think that
2: that's amazing. the final
0: bite of our main course. You, you guys. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Wow.
0: Well. Oh my gosh so now listeners it's time for controversial yet brave the segment where we each give a controversial yet brave opinion on this week's topic thank you to eric andre this is our little credit to him because he came up with (laughs) it because it's a a quote from eric Eric andre we think it's funny Mm -hmm. um (laughs) (laughs) um does anyone want to go first if not i have one um
1: Please go ahead, because I need time to think. (laughs) Yeah, go for it. So,
0: its I don't know if it's either controversial yet brave, but it's something I feel deep in my heart. Um, I feel as though Kristen Stewart deserved way better. (laughs) And she was just... Really like the fact that Donald fucking Trump tweeted to Robert Pattinson (laughs) and was like, "Break up with her." Hey, break up with this girl. Like, what the fuck? She was like annihilated throughout the entire media for their relationship, for her performance. Like, people give her such shit. (laughs) But you know what? She deserves better. She's always deserved better. Even in the happiest season, she deserved better. Oh, yeah. So she deserves to the end up with season. <laughs> Aubrey <and laughs> I had to really double check that name because I messed it up when we recorded when I was initially. Anyways, so, um, anyways, she deserves better, um, entirely. And even if she sucks in the movies, she deserves better. It's not and her fault. And that's my controversial Yeah, memory. it's not yeah, her it's, fault. It's not <laughs> her fault. And I think that actresses and actors also get blamed a lot of times in movies for bad writing, bad producing, and bad directing. And I don't think people realize a lot of the time, like actors are just not in charge a lot of the time unless you're like mm-hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio and like have um a lot of high status or like are yeah. a really well regarded or well paid and well experienced actor. So I think the actors get like the brunt of criticism that should be going to other people. Mm. So but I'm also an actor, so I'm very selfishly saying that. So <laughs> mm-hmm. that is my controversial yet brave statement. I love yeah. it. Thank you so much.
1: I have one. I have to say, I don't. I don't think it's controversial. I think a lot of people agree okay. with okay, this. Okay, okay, okay. But it must be. It must be said. Yeah. I controversial yet brave I think Alice is the best character in the whole series okay. and the best the best moment out of all of the movies is when she pitches at the baseball game and she like kicks mm-hmm. her leg so mm-hmm. high and then she pitches the baseball that's like the most memorable shot from all five movies is her pitching yeah. that baseball Um, and I wish there was like a spinoff just about her Alice is great Um, And uh, I agree with that. Yeah, hundred (laughs) percent. Also, I can't believe we didn't talk about the soundtrack. Oh, true. Yeah, we forgot to talk about the soundtrack. It's so. It's at least for the
2: first movie. It's so good. (laughs) So good. Decode. It's yeah. So iconic. Sorry, I'm trying really hard not to sing it. Sing it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That's that's a good
1: one. Stan Alice for clear skin. That is a good one mine again not controversial also a little bit stupid so i'm going on a stupid theme this week but um <laughs> i think the aesthetic of the first twilight movie is pretty <laughs> mm-hmm. i think it's really like it's like visually appealing um and i also think the, the fact that there's like a blue tint everything and everybody kind of looks like they could be a vampire is intriguing as like a we don't know who's who we don't know what's going on anybody could be a monster um so watching that, I was like, "Okay, I like this choice."
2: Karen that's my this day, Sometimes I will walk outside and I'll be like, "Seems like Twilight today." I'll, it, like, I'll be like, it, and I'm like, and I'll be like drinking my coffee and I'll be like, "Ooh, I wonder if I'm gonna get fucked in a field today by a vampire." Yeah. Like <laughs> you never know, it's a Twilight weather day. <laughs> it could happen. Yes. Oh <laughs> um, my god. True.
1: Oh yeah, I remember the meadow yeah. was like such mm-hmm. a big plot point. Like Edward and Bella in the meadow. When he, when, I wonder
0: if I'm gonna get fucked in a when field When he today. grabs
1: her, puts her on his back, and says, "Hold on yes. tight, Spider Monkey." Hold on, Spider I'm Monkey. <laughs> that I'm is the good. best part of the movie for me. <laughs> yeah, done. full
2: stop. Tag it.
1: Tag
2: it. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: <laughs> um, yes. That's mine. Up? my controversial yet brave um, is that as a 23 year old woman I would hands down fuck Carlisle the daddy Ooh. vampire <laughs> and I, yeah. how did we make his a beautiful home which he like apparently helped design or something he mm-hmm. like is like has adopted all of these misfit vampires and is trying to be ethical he's a doctor he's loaded, like he has books i don't know mm-hmm. i i i want to marry him <laughs> a beautiful He's, home yeah. really
0: does it for
2: I, i'm a cancer so i yeah yes <laughs> um, and a cancer, i'm a pisces yeah, water sign well. it's, uh like my cancer son is like he has a beautiful home my capricorn is like he's loaded and my sad rising is like he's little really mm-hmm. dangerous
3: yeah um, oh my god that's perfect
2: I, i'm here for it i, I it's, <laughs> Stephanie Meyer write me a book about carlisle and i will read it and i will probably masturbate to it just like twilight so love that he
1: is the real the actual daddy of the series yeah. like he's literally <laughs> the father <laughs>
0: yeah cool oh my gosh wow what amazing controversial yet have raves yes thanks. amazing thanks. and yeah. what an enjoyable
2: episode
1: thanks so thanks thank, no, you, no, thank, no, thank, thank you jen thank you so you much
2: so for, much for being so much here fun, and this is this was like the best time ever and i'm so excited thank you for having me
3: yeah of course, Aww, of course. this was so fun
1: <laughs> and you know you provided us with so much Incredible commentary and insight on a fandom that you know the three of us didn't really have that that much knowledge about. Mm-hmm. So it was so wonderful yeah. to talk to like an expert. Definitely
2: so into the defense. But thank you guys. You guys teach me stuff all the time. <laughs> I love hearing your experiences too because like all of my friends were in the same like Edward cult that I was in. So it's <laughs> interesting hearing from the outside.
1: Yes. <gasps> the cult of Edward Cullen. The cult of Edward Cullen. <laughs> I'm down.
0: Love it. <laughs> Okay, amazing.
2: Jen, where can our listeners find you? You can go follow my Instagram, um, iferland, uh, I F S E R underscore land. Um, and you can find a link to my website and everything else there. Amazing. Awesome. Awesome.
0: Thank well, you. Thank you so much again for being on the episode. We loved having you. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is it for today's episode so special thanks to
2: thank you guys yeah Yeah.
0: of course special thanks to our producer madeline parks and our music producer kiara negroni you can follow us on instagram at former and our twitter at former underscore pod and you can email us at formerfangirlpod at gmail.com
1: you can find me erin on instagram and twitter at erin browning with an extra g on the end you can find me karen on twitter and instagram at k jessica stewart
0: and you can find me on any social media platform at Juliana Mance. That is at G-I-U-L-I-A-N-A-M-A-N-C. And you can find me on my website at www.julianamancini.com. That is www.g-i-u-l-i-a-n-a-m-a-n-c-i-n-i.com. Bye,
3: Bye friends! friends. The mailbox is full and cannot accept any messages at this time. Goodbye.